Hey everyone, this is Saham and Nath back with another episode of That's a Bug, a podcast where we talk about one software bug every episode. Hey Nath, how's it going? Oh, it's going it's going quite well. It's been uh, it's been busy lately, um, but yeah. How about you? Not too bad. Uh, I had a bit of time off, so had some time to dig into software bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a vacation yeah. where you're looking at bugs. <laughs> Exactly. So, um, so this episode is a little bit uh, different because this is a bug that I accidentally found, uh, a potential bug, as we can discuss. So I actually did make a blog post on our website, a new website that uh, has only come online in the last few weeks. It's that'sabug.co. So if you go on there, you'll have all our podcasts listed. And also there's a blog post called Down the Rabbit Hole. So what happened was that um, a few weeks ago, I had to book a, a car appointment to get my tires changed for winter. And I noticed on this car dealership website that I did not have to log in uh, to book this appointment, which I thought was odd. All I needed to do was provide my email address or my phone number. For the most part, that's okay, as long as it is not gonna bring back information, but it brought back my, my exact car um, and it had, a little bit of information. My first and last name was obfuscated, but, the, but it had the right number of characters. Um, and that was it. So when that happened, I thought it was odd and I messaged Nat about it. And yeah, Nat, if you want to go from there as to what you think about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know what to think when when you sent me that and uh, said, oh yeah, just just put my email into, into the form. And you know, I was like, okay, whatever. And when I actually did it, and all your info came up like i could see how many miles were on your car and and uh you know i didn't i at that point i hadn't looked at the all the info that came back from the endpoint um because it you know they give you more than than just the i think the vin or make and model and then the mileage came up i don't know if the vin came up on the front ui but um anyway it it, it was a bit <laughs> disconcerting i mean i and that, at that point i think i messaged you back i said yeah i booked you for you know an oil change and you know tie rotation all this service work because technically there, there was nothing stopping me from making all kinds of appointments which you know you're not on the hook for it necessarily but you might get some calls from the dealer or whatever um so yeah right out of the gate i think it's it's probably never good for um you know, websites to just voluntarily give up information like this, even though I, I would need a little bit of info. But if you're if you're an attacker and you're just looking for information or looking for something, information about someone in a particular region, you could go to, to a website like this and just start mining data because it'll provide it to you. You just punch in, you know, every phone number in the phone book listing, and it will start to, it'll, it, you know, you're going to get a lot of misses, but you're going to start getting information that, you know, what you do with at that point, you, you know, I, I don't know everything that could be done with it, but, you know, it's some of it's personal-ish. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the VIN was not ever uh, in the UI, but, but it was in the backend call, like you said. Uh, but yeah, like my one of my thoughts was that, if somebody wants to be malicious, they could go and book a whole bunch of appointments and block their listing, their day, right? Which would cost the dealership a bunch of money. So, because it'll be all fake appointments, 
um, and then they don't, and they're writing a script for something like that, as you and I know from doing automation for UI and also like backend things, writing those scripts, they're not overly difficult because that's something you do already. Um, you can cause some harm and the, the website can protect themselves by simply putting in a, like a login system, which they already have on this particular one. They just use not doing it just because of a usability thing to make this easier for, for customers to do. But this is yeah. That's yeah, actually the denial of or like blocking all of their appointment calendars is probably the worst. Well, that's from a business perspective. That that's pretty pretty impactful, I would think. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I contacted the dealership and told them about this, and they use a third party system for this purpose. Um, and there are a, a bunch of dealerships across North America that does use that, and they all use it in different different ways. But I, I only looked into this particular one closely because it's the dealership I was dealing with. Um, they also mentioned that their head office provided this service. And anyways, I just want to be responsible and let them know about it. As to whether they're going to do anything about it, I'm not so sure. Um, but the part like you already alluded to is that the backend endpoint brings back a whole bunch of other information that's not used by the UI. And some of that information is things like the color of the car, what type of drive, like is an automatic, um, the engine size, uh, the transmission type. Um, it has like the mileage, with the, the date that mileage was taken, the license number, the registration date of the car. Um, so it's like, it is a whole bunch of other information. It also has something called person ID, which is like an internal ID for something, which potentially could be used for something else. Um, I didn't find anything personally, uh, to see if there's a way to do that, but I also didn't want to go so deep that I'm doing something illegal. So I was, uh, but it is all there in the open internet. So the VIN and after discussed it with some people, some people pointed out that a VIN is available because at first I thought that is really bad, but a VIN is available in front of every car. Uh, to, like anybody walks by, can see it. Um, but then my thought was that, but that is not the same as this one because it's not associated with an email or phone number. But in this case, it kind of is because I'm giving it an email or phone number and getting back the VIN. Right. You immediately have two bits of information that are tied together. Um, their obfuscation is also not um, not great. They, like you said, the placeholder, uh, they're replacing, you know, character for character for a star. And they're only replacing, a, like they leave the first one and last one, uh, like in the instance of the email. And I think phone number, they keep the four last digits shown. Um, you know, and, and the first three, I mean, you already know which region that particular dealership is operating. So you've got to guess three digits, right? So if a computer was trying to do that, it wouldn't take very long to, to make requests to that endpoint and get um, information. But yeah, that's, a, sorry, that, that's a really good point. I had not realized that about the phone number thing. Because you only so because the first three digits is local, which we all know what it is in where we are at, and the four number, the last four digits are there. So you just have to guess. You just have to have to 
there's only a hundred pro- probabilities there because it's only a hundred numbers the remaining. Yeah. Uh, it's not a hundred, sorry, 999 uh, combinations left. Yeah. And really, if you, the, the, those three digits in a region, um, they only use a subset typically. Um, but, well, I mean, we're in a small city, but they, they, you know, you could probably narrow it down pretty quick to maybe seven or eight, maybe 10 different ones that, that are used in this area. So it wouldn't take you very long to, to guess. I mean, I, again, it's not, you know, it's not personal health information, but at the same point in time, you can just query this endpoint unauthenticated and get information um, and looking at, you know, I, I looked at my, the dealership my car came from and they do it a little different. They, they do have an account which would save some of that stuff. I don't know if they even have, um, it would just have a memory of, of your, your make model. And, and uh, cause it, when you book an appointment, it asks for make model year, and then it asks you what kind of service you want. And it, you know, it's a, a series of forms that you go through to collect the information. Then you pick your date and time from a calendar of available, uh, date times, but yeah, I don't know. I guess it saves you They're, from their perspective. I guess it saves time on their users perspective but or user's side um but yeah i think that convenience eh, could put them at a little bit of a uh risk exactly yeah so that that's kind of what i thought too because it is definitely it was definitely convenient i booked my appointment in no time i didn't have to create an account or anything like that but that being said let's say they want to do this exact thing why bring back things that are not used in the ui right like the vin the mileage, uh, like all these things, like some of them are used, some of them are not. But really, like if I'm booking appointments, why do I need to know the color of my own car, right? Like it's just, it's only reason for that is confirmation that you're booking against against the right car. Um, but they don't need to bring all of that back. It, it was nice to see there was like some kind of recall being there, but they don't have to do it through there. You can send an email or book the appointment and when I get there, they can let me know. But bringing all this back is, uh, as someone else pointed out in my blog post, someone named Colin pointed out that it's just another vector uh, for an attack to figure something out, right? So he pointed out that I could take, that somebody could take the VIN and look, check for liens against the car or and find out what loans are against it um, and then get more information about the person that owns the car. And now, uh, like a scam, a scam. You, we've all received those scam calls saying that mm. you want for the FBI or like there's an, I've gotten calls about something about an immigration warrant on me and all these other things. But most of them are very obviously fake for, for, for some of us who are a little bit more tech savvy. But if somebody called me and said that my car has some kind of issue and gives me the mileage very close to what it's supposed to, what it, they, like what it is, and says something like tries to get more credit card information, like try to ask me to pay for something. This makes it a little bit more believable because they have every everything about my car. Yeah, they it would help them pose as you know a a someone from that dealership, like a maintenance person or whatever, calling so they could scam that way. Um, if you did find out about the loan that was on the car you might be able to pose as, I, I can't, I don't know. It's been a while since I did one of those. If you, 
if it said which creditor provided the loan, you might be able to pretend like you're from there. Oh, your sir, your loan for your car is outstanding. You know, please pay this amount, blah, 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 and make up some kind of story. And you could potentially scam that way. I think, yeah, the, the more I think about this, the the less I like it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I I do want them to fix this just for my own sanity. So, um, anyways, I am going to like push it up to their head office and let them know about it. Um, I don't want to say the name of the the dealership or whatever, just for privacy reasons. But uh, I and maybe there is something I'm not understanding myself. But um, but there's it's very rare to see websites like this just giving up information without any type of login which is the problem here um so as for the vin itself being the most dangerous information being displayed uh, unintentionally i don't i'm not so sure about that anymore at, at the time i was writing the blog post i thought it was um but i still think it's dangerous because you can get the loan information potentially you can get all this other information that's already there so as I think you said this earlier, uh, Nat, like putting all this stuff together makes it quite dangerous uh, for somebody. Yeah, I mean, it's just bizarre that they're exposing themselves to this and um, and putting their, you know, putting customers potentially at risk as a result. I wonder if they'd be held liable if someone's information was compromised or like if, if this kind of was the start of an attack um you know identity theft or scam of some kind if if uh a company like in this position could be held liable for for the damages i'm not sure um but i I, you know at the end of the day even the ability to book appointments without any um although you can probably do that in other ones as well um one, two, I'm looking. I'm thinking the the other dealer that I went to. It's a little more. It's a little harder to book appointments, so you'd have to write a little bit more of a complex script to get through it in an automated way. Um, but yeah, even that's not good. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the the Canadian because uh, you're right. This is the parent, the Canadian probably Canadian or North American parent that that uh, yeah, provides us to all of its local dealerships as a service. Um, so it'd be interesting. It's probably this is probably not a local problem. It's it's a parent um, company thing, but even the the service um, that they're that the parent is providing, they've gone out and and contracted this to a third party. So that third party should be um, aware of this kind of thing. I mean, that's they're and I at the end of the day, they're the ones that are the IT company that are designing this. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I contacted them too, but I don't know if they actually saw the email that I sent. Um, I have no idea, but I did send it to them. The one other thing I do want to bring up is that the VIN, um, if you Google whether VIN is PII, it's like personally identifiable information, uh, it turns out in the US, the, and it's on the blog post, the national US National Highway Department, I may be getting the name wrong, they consider a VIN SPII, which uh, in Canada, though, I couldn't find something equivalent. So I don't know if it is considered PII in Canada. So if that is the case, then this is, it falls offside to the to the rules here. Um, so that's the part. Um, if somebody else knows that, that'd be good to know. Um, 
But yeah, as to why it's considered PII, I couldn't figure out. Uh, just because you can get a VIN from any car from because it's right there. But doing it this way, I think it is a problem. Yeah, because I'm trying to think on on older cars, I think they used to hide them in, in the inside the door panel, if I'm not mistaken. Now I think they use it in underneath the windshield, or maybe they always been under the windshield. Like if you look in, in uh, the front windshield of a car right on the it on the driver's side on one of those two sides driver passenger it's really low down on the windshield or in behind it um yeah so it's not hidden it'd be weird that that uh that they would consider that personal identifiable information it is it is identifiable to the car. Like it identifies a car, but it doesn't identify a person. So I don't know if that's what it meant, means, but uh, or what they mean by that. But it is definitely, if this was in the US, it falls under that piece. And it, like it's against those rules there for sure, um, based on the, with that particular um, rules that I saw from the US. And that would mean that as an IT company or a data collection agency, you'd have to treat it as such and, and you know, not, you have to purge your records or not. Or generally, I think the rules are that you don't store it unless you absolutely need to. In this case, there's no reason why they, they even send that. The, deal, it, the dealer can collect that record. They may want to keep it. But there's no reason that that comes back out to the, to the, um, to the customers and to the to the web front end, right? Exactly. Yeah, and that was a point I was trying to make uh, when I talked to them. But yeah, anyways, I think uh, I don't think I was able to make that point clear enough. Um, but anyways, I, I'll send them in a one more email and see what happens. But I'll send it to head office this time. Uh, we'll see. And I'll if, if I get any information back, what uh, I'll probably do an update, uh, probably a blog post or a, or another podcast. But I think uh, just go book a few thousand appointments. <laughs> That'll get their attention. Yeah. No, somebody else joked about that, but I did. <laughs> Same thing as I might be, I don't think I want to do that. Just <laughs> there may be crossing some type of line there. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I did not mention on the podcast, but it's on the blog post. You could also share, like search for stuff by putting uh, a 10 zeros for a phone number instead of using a real phone number. Cause those are probably cars they have registered without email addresses. And there may be some other equivalent for uh, email address. Uh, so, and you can get all this other cars, uh, which again is a blatant. Oh, right. You, okay. You put in the phone t- 10 zeros instead of the phone number and it brings up, okay. Th- that'd be kind of like a data entry thing. If they don't have a phone number to put with the car, they just put in 10 zeros. So data, uh, when they re- put the car in their system, I guess. Huh. Yeah. So yeah, and this is something some again that not I don't want to take credit for some of these finds because once I found the initial thing, I did share this with a few friends and <laughs> they all found various holes very, very quickly. So um it, it anyways, it was fun uh for me to kind of chase this down. Um and yeah, I'm sure most of us as software testers find these type of things fascinating. So which is why I want I wanted to share this. Um yeah, so I think we can probably both agree that. This is a bug. Um, and I think you agree that with that, Matt. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a flaw for sure, bug, whatever. It probably might fall into your earlier category of design, uh, design, but <laughs> poorly designed. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it is working as designed, but it is definitely a bad design. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, and also the part that the UI that they provide doesn't need this information because uh, it's not being used there. So bring all that back is the bug here. It's just extraneous information that's there for no reason. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so we can end there. Uh, and if anybody has any more information or, know, or is quite knowledgeable about this stuff, we'd love to hear from you. You can go on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash that's a bug, or you can go to that's a bug.co, uh, leave a comment there. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks. Thanks.